Hi, welcome to Lit Laugh Lounge. I'm Haley. I'm Alana. I'm Fallon. And why don't you pull up a chair and let's get it talking. Um, <laughs> get some tea, either one. Yeah. So the first book that we'll be talking about in our lovely little literary podcast is one of the books that got us started. She's never read it. Uh, the Selection by Kiara Cass. Um, how this is going to work just in like the future is we're going to have four different categories and then... Once those four categories are met, we're going to call that a season and start it on over. So the first one is books that got us started. The next one is TikTok favorites, then our favorites, and then our endless TBRs. And all of this is subject to change, so you never know what we might. But you can follow us on Instagram and see our schedules posted. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, let's dive right in to the selection. So in chapter one of the selection... The opening is America just got her letter from the government, from the castle, saying that they're going to be doing the selection. She is not very happy about it, but her mother is overjoyed that they will be, that she can participate in the selection. We're introduced to what the rebels are, the country of Ilya. 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 I yeah. cannot <laughs> It's like Alea, or like I, I always read it as Alea until Alea. you say it until you guys said it's Alea. And Ilya. Ilya. Yeah. Um so we're introduced to that, the rebels which are not happy about the country of Ilya. And we are introduced to how the selection works. So why don't we just go on through and talk about like what we thought about the first um chapter? Well, I'd like to point out that I really it has the book has like a cool cast system. Uh, where it's like ones are royalty, twos are soldiers, three are educators, four are factory shop and farmers, and five are musicians and artists, six are servants, sevens are servants, but outdoors. They're like the dirty yeah. Oh, okay, like gardeners oh, or whatever. Yeah, like they're like the ones who are like mechanics, like who are getting down and dirty, and then like the other servants are like, people who do like indoor kind of like where do celebrities fit on this list because she mentioned actors and actresses and i was like they're they have to be famous enough to be twos or threes but these are artists yeah oh my god you're right (laughs) that was like my thing she's like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i found like once i was like oh like i was like where would taylor swift (laughs) fit in all of this would she be like i was like if she's born on like tier like five Mm -hmm. how would that work also, are you just not allowed to take up an art if you're in the second or third to make yeah. it your job? Well, I think that at least celebrities in this country are like political figures, um, like the royalty. Like they watch the broadcast and they watch TVs. Well, you know, they, they did mention actors and actors. They mentioned actors because like America was like talking to, I'm getting ahead of myself, but America was talking to, what's her name? The Her friend. Marley? Marley. Yeah. yeah she was talking to Marley and she said something along the lines of like, um marley's like oh like what's he gonna talk to me about and then america's mm. like probably your top 10 art or actor yeah. favorite actors mm. and i was like okay if you have like if it's famous enough to be a top 10 then it there should be like famous actors mm-hmm. what i would assume is that you would start as an artist so you'd start as a five and then when you gain traction you would get lifted to like a two or a three mm-hmm. okay that's interesting yeah because okay. i think it's just like the when they said that like the specific person is this number i think it's just like a broad like most soldiers are twos our soldiers are twos, but, like, there can be other people within twos. Yeah. Also, um, we're only going up to chapter 13 with this episode. The next one will go 14 through 25, I want to say, is the last chapter, but basically the end of the book. Um, and I don't... Oh, I think we ended on, like, sevens, and then eights are homeless. And they said, like, the wandering is what she put it as. So, And they also said that the rebels don't have a cast. They don't, like, partake in the partake in the social in the like, society which society. makes them like uneducated and they're like on the front and they're actually like below eights yeah which i thought was really like fascinating mm-hmm. um i also thought it was interesting how like they talk about how they still have like that idea of marrying off their royalty but only with women and then with the men they do the selection and how they've had that for the last i think they said three monarchies and like this will come up later but uh, it's like a true daughter of Ilya to <laughs> uh, so, like marry into it. And it's like for morale and it helps the country and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Basically, it's a form of entertainment. Like, yeah. I was getting like, it's not the same like at all. Mm-hmm. I was getting very much like the Hunger Games interview. Like, yes. yeah. Like, 
like phenomena like i remember whenever i was in middle school and my friend was trying to get me to read this book she was like oh my gosh you should totally read it it's amazing it's like if world war three happened it mixed with the bachelor and the hunger games it's amazing and i was like wow that does sound crazy good i'll know that's nuts i know a little 13 year old brain was going crazy was a little 19 year old brain is going crazy as i read this i was like i was like wow this is actually kind of good but i was like i was like if i was reading this at 12 or 13 i know this i would have made this my entire personality Oh my no, god. I like devoured these books. Like the only reason it took me a full like week and a half to read the books is because I was waiting for them to come in the mail, like the rest <laughs> of the series. Yeah. I read this in school. I read this in eighth grade in class. Like we had oh, a Oh, it looks an assignment. Yeah, yeah we had like a book club assignment and we oh, could all seriously? pick our, we could all pick our books some and then my best friend from like high school and middle school, she was obsessed with these books. But she was obsessed with a character who will come in in chapter two named Aspen. Who I, I am not the biggest fan of. No one um, Except your friend. Except your <laughs> friend. Your friend's the one exception to the movie. But so I got to read the selection, but other people chose books like Dracula and like there wasn't like other books like that. Dracula? For like yeah. fun? I mean, I mean, yeah. Dracula's a good book, but like, <laughs> like. You meant reality? <laughs> I mean, it is a good book, but in the eighth grade is crazy. No, yeah. I was. I okay. did a selection. I yeah, was, I was with like, that. yeah, absolutely. Also, in the first chapter, um, they talk about America's siblings, and one of her siblings is named Coda. And I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. I was like, he's no longer with us. And I was like, oh no! That's why he's like, Coda is gone. Yeah, and they're like, oh, because like they didn't even explain it. I was like, why is he gone? I was like, is he dead? And I was, or is he? I was like, is he? He's either dead or he's in the trenches. Like I was like, he's like fighting a war right now. With she's explaining her family later all she says about him is that he's an artist but he doesn't live with them anymore like that's it well, that I was like, what is he do- you know what is he a rebel i feel like that would have been such a good storyline yeah <laughs> i don't think it goes that deep but it would have been it cool. probably is not that deep but it would have been good if he was a rebel mm. and he just like put me in the writer's room <laughs> put me in the writer's room i also wrote oh, down because in one of the scenes she's like describing her mom and it's like when they're cooking and stuff and she like fat shames her mother Sometimes I remember reading that. I was like, "Damn, it was crazy." That was she's crazy. like, she's big for a five, and I was like, she went at home. She's big for. I mean, was her mom always a five? Is that what? Yeah. But then yeah. she kind of like explains. She's like, "Oh, but like, it's like I guess that's what five kids will do to you." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's yeah. shocking." Um. So at the end of this chapter, we end with the very popular line of hey they're gorgeous oh Ew, i don't like that i actually cringed when i read that no, i was like i, I was like oh I have that line written down and i remember when i first read it in middle school i thought she was being attacked like i thought she was going to like sneak food for herself into the into the treehouse and then it's just aspen and i was like i i thought this girl was about to get attacked i thought there was a stranger in her yard See, I didn't read it as flirtatious at all. I read it as threatening, like, yeah. hey, they're gorgeous. And I was like, I think I've started, like, there's been horror movies. I've started society. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, they're gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> so in chapter two, we go on and we are introduced to the character Aspen, who is America's long term, I guess, boyfriend is what you would say, partner. Um, he's a six. And we are explained that if a, a woman marries below her cast, she is then put in that cast. So they said there's something like a, you sign the paperwork and there's like 90 days that it takes to do, for the paperwork to go through. And people like there's a rumor that it's because they are waiting to see if girls back out of going down to be that cast. Um, it's also explained that Aspen like provides for basically all of his family. His father is no longer with them. Um, and we're explained the marriage thing, but also about like, if they want to have kids, what that's like to have kids. And then Aspen says, will you sing for me? Because her name is America Singer, which, and she's a singer. That was certainly a middle grade book. I know. I'm like, that was like a reinforcing thought. I was like, okay, but that's like a middle school book. Like I get it. But also, Percy Jackson's a middle school. <laughs> like, and Percy Jackson had like a like a good name. Yeah. But like, I mean, <laughs> mythology, yeah, some of them, yeah, a little, some of them. But like, the thing is, like with um with America Singer, I thought it was.
think they're completely in the dark they still have tv it just seems like an older version of it like, there's only a few broadcast channels mm-hmm. i don't know because they don't have phones they have to send letters they have no they have um like stationary phones what are mm. those called oh my god home phones mm. uh, but- she was saying that she's like i don't think there's a telephone but i guess writing letters shows me that there's like a tangible thing that i can hold on mm. to so like are we talking about like 80s 90s technology i think Kira Cash did not think that hard when she made this. I think we're, like, talking about, like, 80s, just, 90s versions I think of what Kira Cash wanted was she wanted a princess and prince love story and wanted to make it modern. And so <laughs> she just, just yeah, put them wow. both in this scenario. Yeah. Um, basically, at the end of chapter two, all that's happened is that Aspen is like, we, you, I want you to go sign up for this selection. So in chapter three, the next morning, I'm the next morning, America wakes up and her mom is like, I have this deal that I can do with you. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to sign up for the selection. And if you do that, you can take as many jobs as you want and you can keep half your paycheck. So she doesn't know, her mom doesn't know that America's already said that she's going to do this for Aspen. So she's like, cool, I'll do this. And then um, I, just, I kept referring to her dad as Daddy Singer in my notes. <laughs> Daddy Singer makes some marvelous observations about men in marriage, which is foreshadowing for the chapters to come, Mm -hmm. where he basically says that once you start struggling or once, like, your circumstance changes, you don't know how a man is going to act and that he just wants what's best for America. I love Daddy Singer. Singer. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. I was like, okay, yeah, you're like a good dad. You know what? Also, a few days ago, we had a discussion about how we never use the word daddy, and now here you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's your daddy. Okay, but, like, I had a question about, like, um, how... Wait, hold on. It was, like, something about to do with, like, um, how, like, the whole thing works. Because I was like, okay, like, does a... Can a man... Does a man go down as well? Like, if he marries a woman... So, so it's only like a woman, only one. woman yes. that goes down. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why when that's why when if America was to marry Aspen, Aspen would go down to, go to a six. Yeah, but, but he Aspen couldn't, marry couldn't go up to a five. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a little bit of a patri- patriarchal. Yeah, I think it has a bit of a patriarchal mm-hmm. undertone. Okay, cool. So the rest of this chapter is America going to the service office, and she's waiting in line with her mom. She puts on a little bit of makeup, and she looks snazzy. There was like an emphasis on the fact that she only put on she a had little lip bit of gloss on. She like she made a whole deal about it. She's like, I only put a little bit of lip gloss on, and okay. I maybe brushed my hair like twice. And I was like, one of my hater moments. I have a lot of my <laughs> hater moments. So America is constantly being like, like this specific quote right here says, "Please don't call me gorgeous. First my mom, then May, now you. It's getting on my nerves." And people throughout the entire book call her gorgeous and that she's beautiful like without any makeup without any anything on like just in her normal clothes and she's like i am not gorgeous like she is going to the end of the earth like just saying that she's the most average looking like five that you could imagine but i'm like girl you're told every waking moment of your life that you're beautiful and gorgeous and you don't believe it but she's also contradicting herself because she, in the, literally it's the first or second chapter she's talking about may and she's like may's my carbon copy she's identical to me and she's gorgeous she's beautiful she has everything going for her mm-hmm. some of us are insecure <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like okay I, that makes no sense that made no sense to me personally i mean i got why i figured why like you don't yeah. she doesn't want to take the credit but i was like yeah everyone's saying you're beautiful babe own up to it i think she's also trying to like um this might not be the best like terminology but like dumb herself down to aspen's level mm-hmm. i think she's trying to be like you know i can be a six mm-hmm. like i can i can be at that level 100 percent. and i think it's kind of like 
she's pushed it in her mind that like to be a six like she's just average mm. she does say that something similar that she that she's she's ready to struggle that mm-hmm. she'd rather struggle than live lavishly like when she's talking about the selection i think mm-hmm. last in chapter two she was like she's like yeah like i'm like ready or whatever and then she even says it later on in the book where she's like I like I'm ready whenever you ask or whatever to like struggle for the rest of her life. Yeah. I think she's to. definitely like so in love with Aspen that she's like viewing his entire world with like rose tinted glasses. And I think she feels in a way that if they both work hard enough, they can work their way out of being sixes in a way. Which is not true. Which is not That's true. Not There's no way to move out of a cast unless you marry out. And that is only for women. Um Does polyamory exist in this election? Could they marry through another person? I don't think so. I don't think so. The, I mean, I said this, like, considering, they, they're sex, pre- they, yeah, so I don't think they would they'd be down with polygamy. But also, it's how would that that wouldn't work? Because then this is fantasy. Do, I you, do you pick like the lowest? Because that's that's what usually what caste systems are for. Do you like it's to keep you kind of low. Like they don't want you like intermingling with each other. So th- those divisions are supposed to be very clear. Yeah. Sorry, my <laughs> started blinking, and I was scared. I was scared for my life. Anyway, Alana left me. Sorry, I was scared that I didn't start recording. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for the last like thirty Can you minutes. Imagine <laughs> to an empty wall. Um, the rest of chapter three is she goes to the services office, and while in line, she, um, Aspen's mom and his two younger twin sisters show up in line with her, and. They're talking, they're having a great time. America's like basically like, you two are so gorgeous. Like, obviously, Maxim's gonna pick you. And they're all giggling and whatever. And Aspen's mom, it works as a housekeeper, and she's like, so I heard that this isn't really a lottery, and that's why they're taking pictures, and they ask on your forms whether or not you speak how many languages, and like, what you do, yada, yada, yada. And she is like, it's not a lottery. And then they look around, and all these girls are dressed up, and you can tell who's like, actually knowing that this is a lottery isn't a lottery and who like is not aware and so aspen's mom keeps talking and she's like but i think aspen's met a girl because he's so happy and he's humming and yada 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 money this confused me for i i think i'm still confused because i'm like shouldn't this have been happening for the last two years then yes i i was like why is this drumming up because we did like they would they like like drum this up and then obviously like she makes the decision on how beautiful she's gonna look in that moment because she's just so overwhelmingly happy mm-hmm. in that moment she just can think of nothing of how she's just so happy and so and in she, love and so in love and then like imme- it's like not even like a two days after it's like i think it's like immediately after like the same he- day same day i think oh wait no 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 no, no, no. it's the full week because the selections are like nine days like yeah. the, the registration period well so it's the full registration period where she's saving all the extra money she got from yeah from and, her, and then yeah. he just like ends it mm-hmm yeah. Was- so, oh, America but- learns that Aspen might be getting ready to propose, and so she goes and takes her picture and looks so happy and smiley that she just looks gorgeous. And she says, "I don't think there's anyone in Ilya that's as radiant as I, or like radiates as much happiness." Basically, I'm so like really interested in like that little thing. Like, oh, it's actually like not like a lottery. It's like completely just based on like. A merit, beauty, and mm-hmm. it's based on, bar- on merit, on beauty, and on like just positions. But then I was like, it. I I was like very confused because I was like wondering why no one had thought about this before. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. is this like why is this a secret? Like I feel like everyone should know. Like if you require a picture, yeah, and if you're required and you have to fill out an application, then automatically it's not a lottery. Well, I think they would have the picture because they show the. At least in my head, it would be because they show them on the screen when they win. They show their picture. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Wouldn't it make sense to just kind of... Never mind. I think I'm reading too much into it at the same time. It's all right. So, in Chapter 4... Chapter 4 is kind of like a world-building um, chapter. It's very short. Um, they're watching the nightly report, which is basically just um, a report by the governors and the people in charge where they talk about, like, taxes and infrastructure and all this stuff. And Prince Maxon comes on screen... And she just calls him a wimp, like, eight times. And um, America gets curious, and she asks her mom, she says, hey, um, what was the queen? Like, what was her cast before she became the queen when she was in the selection? And she was a four. 
So that's like a little bit of world building for you. And that's also when I learned that the sex is illegal in Ilya. So that was crazy. Oh, and Aspen shows up and they start making out in their window. It was such a weird <laughs> transition. Like she was, so she, we were like talking about history and like the world building. And I was like, wow, this is actually so fascinating. And then the motherfucker just shows up out of nowhere. Forgive me for cursing. Yeah. But he just like crawls in through the window and they've never done this before. Like they've mm-hmm. ne- like I thought they were established that they couldn't visit each other. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was him showing up in the, on her window and her like kissing him on the window and it was like so passionate. I was like, he yeah. might be uncomfortable. Like, isn't that whenever he comes through the window and they yeah. like, cuddle in bed or whatever? I don't know if they cuddled in bed. I thought it was just at the window. Yeah, I think they just made out in the window. Ah. Uh. I think you, I think you made something up, babe. There's another point where, like, they're like, or not on the bed though. I thought that was the treehouse. Nah, babe. But like, he was like, he was just making out with her, and he was like, then he just like leaves so abruptly, and I didn't really understand why he was leaving so abruptly. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I really enjoyed the little tidbit, this very particular part where he Mm -hmm. was like, where she was like, oh, like this particular like televised like segment isn't mandatory but it's kind of implied that you should watch it like everyone's gathers to watch this one thing and i was mm-hmm. like okay see we're getting a little bit of dystopia vibes mm-hmm. but then we never make that full like transition thing to get to like the dystopia, dystopia yeah. that it's dystopia like you know what i'm saying yes like we'll make like five steps forward and i'm like this is a dystopia mm-hmm. and then like we'll like com- make a complete turn and be like this is not a dystopia it's yeah. just a fantasy novel but it's like a little odd it's definitely a dystopia. yeah right like it's i maybe like minorly it's there. It's yeah. like it's definitely there. Um, so in chapter five, um, Aspen has a little temper tantrum because he's a baby and he just wants to cry all the time. Um, so America, during this week between when she applied for the selection and when just people get selected, uh, has been working events because people... I was right. Were they on the bed? Were they, yeah, on, a they bed? on a bed? Did I they travel from the window to lying. the bed? Anyway, they were on the bed, but I'm going to continue with my synopsis. <laughs> so, so, um... Oh, I see. <laughs> I was confused. Okay, yeah. Basically, all the rich people are having these big parties for their daughters because they're like, obviously, our daughter made it. And with the selection, there are 35 women picked, and there are 35. Uh, I want to say territories is what they call it. Um, so it's one woman from each territory. So it's all of these people in the same territory. I think they're from Carolina, who are just each individually having celebrations for their daughter because they're like, obviously they picked us, which I always thought was weird. But so she's been working like doubles. She's been working really hard every single day so she can get a paycheck and keep a paycheck basically. And so she goes to the store and she prepares this whole beets grasp and she's like, here, King, take it, yummy, because you never fucking eat. And she bakes. Mm-hmm. And it's like a gift. Like it's not even anything. She's just excited. She's yeah. just appreciating him and like their relationship. Together. Yeah. And she knows that she has like the financial, like she has the ability to gain more than he does. So she bakes him everything and Aspen has a whole temper tantrum and he's like, you just don't understand because I'm a guy and I'm a man and I he's, just He legit you. says like, oh, I'm a man. Like it's like. I, my I job. have the exact quote. Quote. Says, I'm not some charity case America. I'm a man. I'm supposed to be a provider. Yeah. That is the most alpha shit I've heard. That was what in the motherfucker? I was so oh my god, that was that was a crazy thing for him to say. Yeah, also she goes like Aspen, you give me things all the time. And then he's she's like, You provide for me, I have all the pennies, and he goes Pennies, you think bring that up now is a good idea? I was like, it's a token of your love either mm-hmm. way. Just like, it's okay. A penny for your thoughts, a penny for your singing. He got so mad about the penny thing. He was like, I look, it's so humiliating and embarrassing that I can only give you a penny. It's cute. She's been treasuring that. Like, I was like, I was actually so angry because up to that point, I had been like, oh, like, he's not, okay, he's like not, I'm like, I was like, he's not a prince, but he's not like bad. There are worse boy, first boyfriends to have. Mm -hmm. But then him pulling out this shit with the whole, like, I'm like embarrassed to give you a penny. And I'm like, but at least you're giving her something. Like, that's a very sweet token. That she obviously appreciates it. Mm-hmm. She never spends them. She just keeps her pennies with her mm-hmm. yeah. because she loves him so much that she wants a piece of him at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like if I could sing and I had a boyfriend, <laughs> two very non-existent. <laughs> but anyways, I would like be 
appreciative to Singer. Like, I wouldn't even expect anything in return. Yeah. And him going out of his way, because it is out of his way to give her a penny mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her to keep that. Like, that is, like, I would take that as, like, a really big declaration of love. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I don't have the funds, but I can give you what I do have. Mm-hmm. It's just one penny that I can give you. Mm-hmm. Also, is the currency system still the same? I think <laughs> one penny, one penny, one buckaroo. Um, and so because of this, he basically breaks up with America, who he has been with for two years, mind you. It's, and it's so she goes through like a couple of days. I want to say maybe it's like two or three, where she's just like in turmoil, and she's like convinced herself she's like delusional, which like same girl, but like she's like the twi- one of the twins is going to win, and they're going to get selected, and then they're going to marry the prince and they're going to become a one and then she's like well aspen can't say anything about that if he's a one because then i can marry him and we will have no problems can we talk about the age of the twins like they're 16 maxim is like 1920 yeah are we just okay with that the like- registration guides were interesting yeah 16 to 20 16 i feel like it should have been like 17 to 23 Better her be a little bit older than Max and then like a little bit younger. Yeah, like imagine like just turning twenty one and like you miss the cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what? I can drink, but I can't. Can't go meet a prince. Can't nope. go. Mm-mm. Um, and so in this section is where things really start to kick off with the story because America gets selected for the selection. <sighs> that particular bit was like so interesting because she was so hyper aware of max in the entire scene like he pops mm-hmm. up for the first time and she's like he looks a little bit sad he looks a little bit like stressed he looks a little bit nervous he's so stiff he's mm-hmm. so stiff and i was like if he's a if he's a, like a royal celebrity and he's been paraded in cameras for a long time as i'm sure he has you grow up to like mask all of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she can just read through that she just knows him immediately and i was just like mm-hmm. okay well soulmatism because yeah. that's what this is you were definitely yeah. gonna fall in love that is look it again i did it too <laughs> um so that is the first part of the book it's all the world building and the next part is our little travel montage to the castle so, in chapter six, her house is swarmed with visitors. They come in and out, they take her measurements, they call and ask her what's up, you know the vibes. And particularly, one man who she just calls Skinny, who I have been calling Rat Man, um, shows up and he's like, "That your little sister can't be in the room for this. And so she's like, what? And they escort her little sister out of the room and they basically go through like all of these paperwork. And then one of the paperwork is, I need you to sign off that you are still a virgin. And she's like, the fuck? And her mom's like, she's on the back of She's also going out of her motherfucking way to not actually, like, have sex with Aspen. Like, she mm-hmm. went out of her mother. She was, like, literally talking about, she said, we can't do everything we want to do. Mm-hmm. But we get around it in some ways. And I was yeah. like, okay, you get around it in some ways. She's going, like, as far to preserve herself. Because mm-hmm. that's the law of, it's the literal law. And he goes, are you still a virgin? Are you still a virgin? Are you sure? Are you- are you sure? So annoying. And then he's like, it's, it's just precautionary. We just have to ask. But then he follows that up with the last bit. When I was, and that was actually yeah. really for me. I, mm-hmm. was, I actually had to like close my laptop for like five minutes after I read that scene. The last bit is that little rat man walks her out of her, or she walks little rat man out of her house and he goes, word of advice. If As- or Aspen, if um Prince Maxon asks for anything, you have to say yes. And she's like, what? And he's like, if he asks for anything, it is. It would be unsavory, unsavory of you to say no. Because he goes, she goes like, whether it's a kiss, whether it's more, you just you gotta give it to him. Mm-hmm. And so she's like basically having a little bit of a conniption about that. And then Aspen shows back up because of course he does. Mm-hmm. And they- flowers from the twins. Ah! Why did he have to come? Because he's a little bitch boy. Why did he, he have is. to show up? Like. There was like he has like so many other siblings. None of them could have shown up. Mm-mm. He just had to be him. But I don't like the, the but they slip so easily back into like conversations. Yeah, he mm-hmm. goes into a room and they immediately start. He immediately makes her laugh. And mm-hmm. I was like, are we just forgiving him like that? No, literally. Like, I was like, girl, you are worth more than that. But I actually do like what America does in this scene though, because Aspen um ends up like saying something shitty. Um. Oh yes, I remember this part. So uh sixes can't turn down work 
So she's like, hey, I need you to come help pack. And so he's like, cannot turn down the work. And he goes into her room with her. And so they're talking and she, he like packs for her and she's like, I'm going to pay for you. Like, I'm going to pay you. And he goes, no. And she goes like, Aspen, you sit down right now. And he goes, was that good practice for when you're one? And she slapped him and called him an idiot. She did. As she should have. I was like, what even are you? He was the one who pushed her into this in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like some, she was ab, like she was going out of her way. Like she was fighting everyone on it. Mm-hmm. And then she turns to this guy who is supposed to be on her side. And he goes, actually, I think it's a great idea that you do that. So she finally does it as a favor to him. Is the audacity to get annoyed with it? Mm-hmm. Audacity. And then she also tells him about like the fact of what the rat man told her about mm-hmm. having to like if she has to say yes to whatever Max- Maxon asked mm-hmm. and then he's like oh literally yeah anyways so we are all on the I hate Aspen team been on that train since 8th grade also what is with the weird ass names in this book because we got like America and in the selection they mentioned Tuesday there's a girl named Tuesday Keeper and I Tiny yeah and Tiny I was and then yeah it was like who's Tiny and then we have Aspen Dental so Aspen Dental oh my god um and so at the end of this chapter basically what happens is she freaks out and she's like aspen i hate you and she dumps all the pennies out into his hands as a form of payment and then like also gives him a bunch of her i was money in- and he leaves i was imagining like a huge jar of pennies me too for the longest time so when she said like oh i dumped it all into his hands i was like that was yeah. a lot of pennies how did he just carry so did he just walk out with a ton of pennies and money because <laughs> she gave her he just and then the mom's like um are the services worth all the, all the money, pennies. like all the pennies and the money that she's like? Maybe America, like maybe her mom was like America's just cheap because she's just like paying in pennies. <laughs> she's paying in put in pennies. That's so weird. That was crazy. I was like, what even? Oh One of the pennies gets stuck to the bottom of the jar, and so instead of like doing anything sane with that. She puts it in her bag and she's going to take it with her to the palace. Which also, why are you putting a, like a, a glass jar in your bag? Like, there's no way it didn't break on the way there. <laughs> she left. Also, like, there was like, she was like underpacking for the house. She's like, I'm just packing my way to leave. And mm-hmm. then, like, a few books and like things like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, that's all you're taking? Mm-hmm. Like, you're, they're like going to dress you entirely the entire time, sure. Like, you're telling me that you're not going to want to go to PJ, go to bed in your PJs in a palace? No, literally. Like, I in have my emotional clothes. support t-shirt that yeah. I like I, that I wear to bed, and I can't imagine not wearing that at the palace. My slippers? Yeah. Imagine. Imagine leaving my slippers behind. Yeah, I could never. Mm. This next chapter. This next chapter is the send-off. And she's basically being paraded around. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's clapping. And we get a little pan over to Aspen. And who is he with? But none other but... Brenna. Who the fuck is Brenna? I was so mad. I was in a shock. Because I don't even care if it becomes a thing of, like, later on. I have no idea. I've never read this book. I have no idea who Brenna is. I had no idea who Aspen was until I read the first chapter. But I have, if it comes out later on, she's like, well, like, she, like, forced herself on me. I was like, bitch, you had your arm around her. There's, like, no way to explain that. There's no way to fucking explain that in a way that I will forgive you. I refuse to forgive. Like a day after they broke up. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. I don't remember if I said this in chapter six or not, but we're also explained that the reason why he was so hesitant about asking America to marry him, other than the fact that he's like a jerk, obviously, is the excuse that he gives is the draft because they don't know if they're going to be drafted or not and whatever, whatever. So when she's standing there and she sees Aspen, she's like, hmm. I guess, I guess the draft, draft didn't matter that much because he got a new bitch. She was also like talking about, she's like, oh, like maybe like the, I'm just the girl that she has on like the side mm-hmm. or that who gives him kisses or whatever. And this is his actual girl. And I was mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, you deserve the worst in the motherfucking world. Literally. Because also like, I understand, I still don't understand really how this works. Like she becomes a three mm-hmm. and he becomes a two when you join the army mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, it doesn't really matter if you become a two when you join the army. When you get out, you if you get out at all, mm-hmm. does that make sense? I was like, yeah. I was like, you, do you go through like how do you move up a rank? Like I know mm-hmm. how to move up, and I know how you move up a rank, but I was like confused as to how. Like I was like, how, what do you show for it? Like are there like are they all separated by sectors? 
What do you mean? Like, like in the army? No, like and just like in like ones, twos, threes, fours, five, six, no, they seven. They live in the same city. Yeah. How are you? So- what, like, what is stopping me from becoming an artist if I'm in like in the six? Law, jail, being whipped. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that'll do Dangerous it. Dangerous things that happen in dystopia. <laughs> it was. It's really funny because but- like I imagine this book as like a fairy tale type thing, and then they'll like bring out a whipping or like yeah. they'll be, like they'll be like yeah you get beheaded, and I was like oh. oh. Like, why does there have to be a draft? Yeah, I know. Because my thing is, is like, anyone from six to eight, I feel like that's an immediate, okay, I'll join the army right away. Because also not everyone ends up in the trenches. Like, some people, like, literally just end up as, like, guards in the palace, and then you live in the palace. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's awful. You have to have a party rock and turn. Like, it's awful. You might, you might die. Like, it's, (laughs) (laughs) but also, like, the chance, I feel like that outweighs, in this, at least in this society, the chance of dying outweighs well no it's a thing here as well like here the military will pay for your education if you sign up for the military and you serve Mm -hmm. a few years that's why a lot of people (laughs) end up serving for a few years because they just end up getting money for school Mm -hmm. so like i don't understand whole like i think it's a little mini plot hole that was just like that she just didn't think about that she was just like didn't think that people would actually genuinely sign up for that but yeah i feel like that would be like a popular thing Mm -hmm. i think they are at war though they are they're a new country so they haven't But see, I want more. See, this is it. I want more. Like, Mm -hmm. please tell me more about this war. Tell me who we're warring with. Tell me why it matters so much. Mm -hmm. Because, like, on whose lines are you fighting? Yeah. If it's just defense, then are they just bombing random cities? Like, how does that work? Are they just invading random cities and you're trying to drive them out? Mm -hmm. Like, who is on the other side of the war? Because then you can figure out why they need, like, to establish morale within a kingdom. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Anyways. It's a whole thing. It's um, it's fine. She also has a whole moment with her dad with, where her dad's basically like, I'm so proud of you. I'd be proud of you. Like, if you didn't make this selection, I'd be proud of you no matter what. And she has a moment with her mom where her mom's like, go kick their ass. And she's like, why can't my mom tell me that I'm special? Which, slay. Like, her mom is kind of obnoxious, but also, like, I kind of love her. Um, And then as she's getting ready to go into, I think it's, like, whatever car she's going to to get on the plane... Aspen tries to talk to her, but she just she goes, no, and she walks away. Oh, she also, you know what I thought was really, like, cool? It was, like, the first time we saw her that I was like, oh, she'd be a great queen. Because she's able to, like, fit, like, like slide into a role really mm-hmm. easily. Like, she'll be like, okay, like, I can't really think about being sad right now. Yeah. So I just won't be sad. Mm-hmm. And she'll shut that off for, like, five or ten minutes to just, like, be with the crowd, be very present. We see that again at the airport when she, mm-hmm. like, arrives, and I think that's very cool. I love little like frag like little snippets that mm-hmm. we see that were like that other people are like taking note of because obviously people are taking note of yeah. her at all times mm-hmm. now that she's on the cameras and you'll you can kind of see why a person might be like oh she'd be a good queen mm-hmm. because of just the way she does things yeah mm-hmm. she, her mannerisms and her personality yeah um so in chapter eight at the airport America is officially there and in her head she says goodbye to Aspen which kind of also comes back later. But to be fair, she did break up with him like a day ago. So I'm gonna cut her some slack, yeah. Um, and then at the airport, she meets Marley, Ashley, and my favorite character from eighth grade, Celeste. Because I, in eighth grade, I was like, I was a girly who liked to read books about like women with swords and fighting and violence. And anyone who has read the selection knows that this is The Bachelor, but with more pretty dresses. So when Celeste shows up and she starts acting like a total cunt, I was like. I was gagged in a grade. But there's also, like, this, like, I, like, I'm I'm never fond of, like, when authors or, like, writers, like, put all women together in one room with the sole purpose of fighting. Mm-hmm. Because it just feels like it's playing into a little bit of a stereotype. Mm-hmm. And I hate that there was only just, like, one or two mean girls. Because yeah. I was, like, I feel like everyone in that room is is just a little bit mean. Mm-hmm. Just a little. You kind, of, you kind of have to. Like, that's, well, that was the point of Mean Girls. <laughs> the actual movie, that was the point. I love you, Brene Brown. 
We're not gonna live. <laughs> I haven't even watched the film yet. <laughs> like every clip I see on TikTok, it's like fantastic. But like no, like every single like I, I was like everyone there should be a little bit mean. Mm-hmm. No way everyone just has the purest of intentions. Just and they're so sparkly and shiny. They're, so, like, and they're happy. so innocent, mm-hmm. like soft. Like I do not believe that like girls would not be sabotaging each other. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. They said they would get in trouble, but I would one hundred percent still have. I was hoping you would be like a Hunger Games type thing where you come with a personality that you're gonna like and try to like kill and you're the gonna other. Like, like, no, I'm gonna kill you. Like it's like the, it's like literally like Barbie, but like all the Barbies are fighting each other kind of thing. Yeah. But like the thing is that I was thinking it was gonna be this moment where everyone's gonna be like coming in with like their A game, and the only one who doesn't have a plan is America. America. And I was like, that would be interesting because she's in like different strategies. She's got yeah. like everyone else has a different strategy. Oh, I'm gonna play so innocent, but like mm-hmm. America still knows that it's still a game that they're playing and they're mm-hmm. playing it well. And she's the only one who's just not aware of how to play the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they didn't do that. Um, in then they go on the plane and it's the first time America has ever flown and she's all scared, whatnot, whatnot. And um, she's talking with Marley, who is her basically I want to say best friend throughout the book. Um. And when they land, there's signs everywhere, there's people cheering, and America sees a little girl with red hair, and her sign says, Redheads rock, and it, like, sparks something in her, and she stays there for an extra 20 minutes, and the only reason she leaves the red carpet is because another group of girls is coming, and she just spends all this time talking with people and taking pictures and signing autographs, and it's just this whole thing of, like, just kind of camaraderie and just it shows it's one of those moments that shows that she would be a great queen and that she has those assets to like make her likable by people um and then in chapter nine she is in limo with those other three girls and the streets are lined with people they're packed and there are signs and one of the most popular signs seen is for marley because marley is super bubbly she sang with the choir at her send off she sang the national anthem um Kiara, if this ever gets turned into a TV show or movie, I would like to play Marley. I'm just going to my hand there for a second. Can you sing? Yeah. You can sing? Oh my gosh, I'll pay you a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could. I'll pay you a penny some, like, sweet treats. <laughs> and that's it. I was like, I was like, you can sing? Will we? we? I just moved in. So I am learning. Oh, yeah. We met her like a whole week ago. <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. I like to think that I can sing. Okay. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you would be a good Marley then. I want to be Marley. Um, Rick Riordan, if you're also watching this, I would also like to be in the Percy Jackson show. I say Katie Gardner. Can I be in the movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I'm talking about uh, Kiara. Oh, Sorry. Action. Yeah. Well, they, they were doing the Netflix thing where they're like, did you see the like, pilot episode? They, it, it got canceled. Well, yeah, but like, well, Netflix one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah, and they had a director, and then Netflix was Netflix, and decided that they were like, eh. See, I don't trust Netflix, so I would rather no the, the Netflix not do the selection. Mm-hmm. I'd rather yeah, I'm not sure like... she's going to sell the rights again, because this is her second time selling the rights just to Netflix. Yeah, I'm here for you. I will play your Marley. I got you, girly pop. I'll play one of the other girls. I want to wear a big dress. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I want. I want to wear a big dress. I'll be like a background extra. <laughs> you know what? You'd be I, I want to be a maid. I want to be a maid. I want to be a maid. That's what I want to be a maid. Make me a maid. I'm stop the camera. Stop the camera. <laughs> I want to be a maid. Pretty please. Pretty please. I would. I would love to help like women dress up or whatever. Yeah, looking all pretty. Looking God. all pretty and mm-hmm. just being like, yeah, like I think that's like so cool. You look so beautiful today. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself, kind of thing. Gossip in the background yeah. for the other maids. That's like, exactly. I would love for like the maids in the background to just be like, did you see that? Did you, did see, you her? see what she did? Those are fake Louboutins, girl. <laughs> just see what she wore to the breakfast. It was appalling. No, it was no. I could not understand. Those earrings. They you see the way she held that fork. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that is mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah. She used the salad fork yeah. too. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) Um, Celeste, my very dysfunctional girl, um, basically implies that Marley bribed the people, someone in the government, to get her more popularity, which makes no sense. No sense. How do you how do you bribe the public? I have no idea. Yeah, that's not how PR works. No, she's never been to college. But what is she like? uh, Is she a two? She's a two. And and Marley's a four. And that's what um. 
America says, says she says she's a four, she wouldn't have the money to bribe. And then Celeste goes, a girl has other ways. Oh, implies yeah. that she's like slept with someone. And so aghast, America is like, ugh, I hate this girl. Which, you know, Honestly, drama. I can't hate Celeste. I don't think she's she so drama. She hasn't done anything that I've been like, she hasn't done anything like serious. Like, like, like she's, she's mostly just, I'm like, she's just playing the game. Yeah. Like, play the game. She's playing the game a very particular yeah, way. Yeah, she is trying to secure her future. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, and I get I, it. I have to respect that. She's a little bit of a bitch, but like I love the drama. Yeah, I'm here for it. It's it's honestly not even that bitchy. Like she's glaring at you, but I feel like she's doing like normal. I think she was also mean to like the maids and stuff. Oh, that's right. She was yelling at them in like the the makeup room. Oh yeah, I like that. Like I said, she's a little bit of a bitch, but I love her. Yeah, it's okay. So you won't be Celeste's maid. You'll be someone else's. Yeah, (laughs) America's maid. I'd like to be America's. Be Mary or Anne? Yeah, Lucy. Aww, yeah. Yeah. I what would. if we get hired as the three maids? <laughs> <laughs> three maids. Um, I think I could play Lucy pretty well. I think I could yeah. um, boss you guys around pretty well. So, What's the middle one? I think Anne's the boss. Yeah, I want to boss them around. And then okay. I'm Mary. And then I'd be Lucy. She um, it, yeah, it's also my cat's name. That's <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first thing I thought of. I was like, I like wrote that in my notes in my, mm-hmm. on my phone. I was like, oh my god, it's my cat's name. It's my cute cat. Um. So they get to the palace after, you know, she insinuates some stuff, and they're late. They're late as fuck, because America was, you know, walking around talking to people. And uh, when she says, sorry, I took too long, uh, I was, like, talking with the people. The maids who, like, are with her are like, girl, really? They're like, what? But, like, they're looking at each other, and I'm like, see, this is, like, um, I was, like, imagining, I was like, oh, this is, like, this moment where, like, people in the palace themselves are like, oh, she'd like, be a yeah. good one. Like, she'd be a good queen. Like, she slays. Mm-hmm. So the beauty team gets to work, and she basically has someone come up to her, and he's like, what is your image? Like, we can, with your red hair, like, we can make you, like, this fiery, like, seductress. And she basically puts her foot down and says, no, I'm going to be me. I'm not changing anything about myself. Not for a man. Not for a man, which is very important. Mm-hmm. And, like, Haley and I were talking about this before, but we really like how America portrays herself or has the specific quality of like stubbornness because mm-hmm. I feel like stubbornness is a very common quality in like YA books especially but I don't think it's ever really done correctly I think that sometimes stubbornness translates to like just being a bitch yeah um and just kind of being rude for no reason or but being stupid for no yes. reason I'm like why are you like at least like it's like she's like it's like not the stubbornness that like is stupid it's like the stubbornness that you're like yeah absolutely mm-hmm. of course you should change yourself yeah yeah and so that's what we were talking about how we really liked about america is that she's stubborn in a, in a good way in an actual way where she is like standing up for herself mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so they're filming a little tv thing they ask her some questions that are unimportant because i forgot them and then she goes she meets her maids uh anna lucy and mary and she basically says to them like i want to take a nap like I don't need you guys like in the nicest way possible because she doesn't want someone like waiting on her hand and foot. She's a five. Like she doesn't work like that. Uh, and she takes a nap. She wakes up and they go down to uh, go down to watch the report and eat dinner. And the report's basically going through all of their send offs and like um, all that stuff. And so they single out Marley and they single out her because of her standing there at the carpet and talking to everyone. And all eyes are on America. Um. After that chapter, they have a little chapter ten is a little she she's something she's thick. Chapter ten, th- she is at dinner and she's getting all these eyes because everyone's like mm. staring at her. Yeah, they're all staring at her and they're like, "Oh my god, like this is our competition. This is who we gotta beat." So she's not used to that, and so when she goes back upstairs and her maids are like waiting on her and whatnot, she sends them away again, and she basically sees the penny jar in her bag and she just has this just like shutdown moment because she broke up with her long-term boyfriend of two years you know a day ago he's with a new bitch like she's like on the other side of a motherfucking country yeah she's never been away from her family for more than a couple hours and she just breaks down and she like goes onto her balcony and she's like i just need fresh air and she sees the forest and she's like she sees the grounds and she's like i need to go there the thing is, the caveat is that in the chapter four, we're told that they are not allowed to leave the palace without anyone's permission. But like, she's having a breakdown, like she don't care. So she bolts down the stairs and bolts towards the um, garden doors. And the guards are like, nah, nah, we ain't letting you out. And she basically faints on one of them and like is trying to get out. And then we hear a little voice. A little voice. voice. 
and he, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's basically like, let her go. And I and I went, I started giggling and kicking my feet. Yeah, it was, 